Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We are just six days away from the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers right here in Las Vegas, Nevada, the home of Super Bowl 58. That's right. The whole season comes down to this. Just two teams remain, and Graves on Gridiron is here throughout the week with a brand new podcast every single day as we build up to the greatest show on earth. So let's turn the page and look ahead to Super Bowl 58. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Welcome along to the show. This is Graves on Gridiron. I am your host, Richard Graves, and you heard right. We are here at the home of this year's Super Bowl, the heart of Las Vegas, Nevada. It is around about 10.15 p.m. on Sunday evening local time. That makes it 6.15 a.m. Monday morning, eight-hour time difference back home to the U.K., Both the teams have flown into Las Vegas today. They're nicely tucked away in their hotels, some 30 minutes drive away from all the hullabaloo and buzz that goes hand in hand with this venue. And the excitement is already palpable. I've seen pop-up stalls around the streets and hotels ready to have merchandise for all the fans that will flock into this city over the coming week. As I look outside now, we're on the strip. Looking away to my left, I can see illuminated neon signs, Excalibur, MGM Grand, New York, New York. And as I look to my right, right, there's the Luxor Hotel. And beyond that, Mandalay Bay, which will be home to the world's media over the course this week. That will house the media centre. What lies ahead over the next week? Well, things get underway in earnest uh, on Monday evening with the opening night, which is media night. Two one-hour slots, one for each team, when every player and all the coaching staff are available to answer whatever questions, quite frankly, get sent their way. There'll be serious interviews. There'll be some of the more bizarre um, interviews and journalists conducting them as well, if uh, experience over the last decade is anything to go by. But, of course, for the players, this is the serious business end of the season. The last two teams standing... The champions of the AFC, the Kansas City Chiefs, taking on the champions of the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers. And although it shouldn't be brought down to just two players, inevitably in the build-up, it will be the focus of this game. You've got Patrick Mahomes, the two-time NFL and Super Bowl MVP, quarterbacking the Chiefs against a man who was nicknamed Mr. Irrelevant two years ago, taken with the final pick of the 2022 NFL draft by the San Francisco 49ers. Their second-year quarterback, Brock Purdy, who was third on their depth chart when last season began, behind Jimmy Garoppolo, behind Trey Lance. Ultimately, he got his opportunity at the end of the season, and he hasn't looked back. The question is... Has he got the temperament, the poise to handle the big occasion? Can he help overcome a Chiefs team which seems to get better the higher and greater the pressure is that's put upon them? We've seen it through the playoffs. You know, at the start of December... 
this Chiefs team with a spluttering offence were being written off and doubted in many quarters. And yet when it came to the postseason, they've risen to the challenge and got better and defied the odds and their critics. For the San Francisco 49ers, they're the best team by record in the NFC. They've been one of the most consistent teams throughout the season in the NFL. And by right, they find themselves back in the Super Bowl for the first time since Super Bowl 54 four years ago. And for many of these players, it's third time lucky. This 49ers team have been to the NFC Championship game now three years in a row. They lost in each of the last two seasons, but they are back at the big dance, contending for the Lombardi Trophy once again. Remember, of course, the San Francisco 49ers are a storied franchise. They've already got five of these Lombardi trophies, but they're looking to end a 29-year drought by claiming a sixth here in Las Vegas this Sunday. For the, San for the Kansas City Chiefs, rather, this is an opportunity to confirm this modern-day team as a dynasty. They're going for what would be their third Lombardi trophy success in four attempts and they've been to four of the last five Super Bowls. If they win on Sunday, they will be three and one in those Super Bowl uh, that Super Bowl period over the last five Super Bowl games we've seen going back to 2020 in Miami. And you would think they'll be favoured. When you look at the players they've got on the team, the experience, the proven track record they've got, but all the indications are they will be narrow underdogs going into this game. And that seems to play into the hands of Patrick Mahomes because as an underdog, he has a 9-3 and record. In fact, with Patrick Mahomes as a starter in the last six years, the Kansas City Chiefs have only ever been underdogs 12 times. And that bears testament to the consistency, the level, the success that they've had in their play over that same period. And the other problem that the San Francisco 49ers have got is how do you... Knock Patrick Mahomes out of his stride. How do you get pressure to him? How do you make him feel uncomfortable? Prior to that AFC Championship game against the Baltimore Ravens, in five playoff games, he'd only been sacked three times. Well, this is a defensive front that prides itself on being able to disrupt opposing offences. The 49ers, of course, you look at the categories both on offence and defence, and whichever way you shape it up, it is incredibly impressive. On offence... They're top 10 in just about every major category. The only um, category they're outside the top 10 is in giveaways, and then it's 11th. So they're still pretty good on that. On defense, once again, in just about every major category, they're a top 10 team. The only exception is in passing defense, where they've ranked 14th this season. The one area that will be in flag for concern, though, in the postseason is their defense against the run. Over the course of the regular season, they were ranked third in the National Football League. They gave up fewer than 90 yards on the ground per game. However, in two postseason games this year against the Green Bay Packers and Detroit Lions, they've given up a grand total of 318 yards on the ground in those two games. That is a cause for concern when you consider who they'll be trying to stop on Sunday. Isaiah Pacheco is a strong, hard, physical, punishing runner and if they're, they're resorting to arm tackles, he will break them and he will be a problem. One other stat that relates to run defence that, again, will be worth noting going into this game is that in the games we've had in the postseason, 
318 yards is the most ever by a team that's gone on to play in the Super Bowl. The next closest was 306 by Miami Dolphins in 1971. Teams that give up so many yards on the ground don't tend to be successful in the postseason. That is something no doubt Carl Shanahan and his team of coaching staff will have been working on in practice throughout the two weeks they've had to build up to this game. It'll be an area they will be keen to address going into this game. Once again, you emphasise though that if this San Francisco 49ers defence can play at the level to which we've become accustomed to seeing them play over the course of this season, then they will be a major factor in deciding the outcome of this game. They're led, of course, by pass rusher Nick Bosa, who is the reigning NFL Defensive Player of the Year. It remains to be seen a little bit later this week whether or not he retains that crown. We'll find that out at NFL Honours on Thursday night. Unquestionably, though, he is the leader of this defence. They have veteran players in the secondary as well, the likes of Logan Ryan, Sean Gibson um, will be there as well to to try and shore up a secondary against Patrick Mahomes who can extend plays, he can keep plays alive and give his receivers chance to get open. And as a core, they have played better in the postseason, a lot better than they did in the regular season. But you would have to believe if the 49ers' defence can be disruptive in this game on Sunday, then maybe the Chiefs' offence reverts to type. And it's been unusual this year. They have not been the explosive offence that we've become so used to seeing in recent years. Patrick Mahomes has said as much, admitting that they're now relying on their defence, acknowledging they've been the better unit throughout the course of the year. And he's openly said that if the offence, and by that really he means him, do not turn the ball over, they look after the ball and trust their defence, then they will win games. And that's what we've seen in the three playoff games today you look at where, where they've been they scored 26 points in the wild card round game at arrowhead in dispatching the miami dolphins they then went to buffalo and scored 27 points 17 was enough to get the job done against the baltimore ravens in baltimore the defense holding them to just 10 points and that really does lend credence to what mahomes said it's an intriguing battle mahomes has been there done it he's got the t-shirt he knows how to get the job done in the big game but we're often told, aren't we, defense wins championships. Can the San Francisco 49ers defense show up? And if they can, can Brock Purdy and this receiving threat, which is one of the most potent in the NFL, get the job done? Whatever happens, we're going to have every angle covered on the Graves on Gridiron podcast this week. Once again, reminding you, there'll be a brand new podcast every day, starting with tomorrow morning when we'll have all the reaction from opening night, we'll have interviews with the players and we'll get a flavour of the early build-up and anticipation um, early in Super Bowl week here in Las Vegas as we look ahead to Sunday's big game as well. We're told later in the week the A-listers will be turning up. The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, is going to be in town on Thursday. He's going to hold a news conference uh, really promoting uh, uh, bout he's got at WrestleMania, which will be held uh, at the home of the Philadelphia Eagles, Lincoln Financial Field in a couple of months' time later this year as well. But he's probably the best-known, biggest name that'll be in town. But he's one of many, and we will try and bring you every single angle right here on this podcast. I, for one, can't wait. It's great to be in Las Vegas so early, ahead of the arrival of all the fans which will flood into this city um, over the course of the next few days. You can get a flavour of it all. Join us for the excitement 
and the build-up as we look ahead to what is the biggest show on earth. It is Super Bowl 58, and I, for one, cannot wait. But for now, so long, everybody. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts and keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number one. Sports Social Podcast Network.